Are you drowning in the dings, pings, and other random communication notifications? In this episode of The Leadership Hustle, we'll talk about the pros and cons of all the different communication channels. Hello, and welcome to The Leadership Hustle for executives whose companies are growing fast and need leaders who are ready. This is a hot topic. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was, <laughs> um, a month or so ago, I, was lit I literally asked a corporate group, a senior group, I think there are 16 in this group, and I said, okay, how many different communication channels do you use on the, and every day? Yeah. And they started listing them off. So we're looking at email, text, Teams chat, Teams video, Zoom, Slack, the telephone, and face-to-face. -face. They were just started oh, yeah. listening all, all these things. And then they had some of their own specific that were unique to their industry. I'm like... Where do is you that go a, for what? I was like, do you find, and I just literally looked at them and I'm like, do you find this a problem? And like, <laughs> exhausting. Every, son of, every one of them was like, yes. It was like this, this chorus of yeses with, this is a problem. And yeah. so just think about that. You know, in this, in this episode of. You have to check everything. That's the point. Otherwise you're missing something. Because if you don't check this or check that or check this, and then it gets posted over here now, two days later, you're like, what the? I so in our effort to make sure that there is a way for everyone to get the information that they need. You know, and we're not even talking about having an intranet or you know, SharePoint where people share all kinds of other chats and things like this. What we've done is we've made communication so much more complicated, like it wasn't complicated enough, right? Correct. They were giving me reasons, well, well if I'm in the office, then they find my this phone versus my cell phone. But sometimes they'll send me an email and then they'll send me a text, hey, I sent you an email. <laughs> so all these pop-ups and dings and, and I know these friends of mine that, maybe you're one of them, um, <laughs> that when they look at their phone and they see a little red dot, it's like they can't have any Oh, I can't dot. handle the dot. Uh -huh. <laughs> these mm -hmm. little notifications, it's like become obsessive about. I have to turn them off. I have to turn them off or they have to clear them. Yeah, and, I which turn them means off. they're reacting all the time. Yeah, I have to turn them off. So, okay. So let's talk about the cons. Of, well, that's easy. <laughs> of all of these different pings, dings, and, and other random notifications. Well, first con is that there's got to be some anxiety to this. It, it's got to be a time waster. It's got to be a stressor. Um, and it's got to be a huge distraction. So when we think about if you are working on that focused work mm -hmm. and your focus, which means you need to be really being able to think well, right? right? And if you have those little pop-ups, notification, if you have a little, you've got another new email, or one, two, three, or message, let's say in Teams, there's one, two, three, those are distractions. And we naturally, what's down there? We wanna go down that rabbit hole. And now right. we are, we're, we're killing our creativity. Um, right. That's like a whole side, that's a whole other issue when it comes to productivity and being creative. Um, but then you have the whole loss of, um, I didn't know this. Well, we put it in this. Well, sh I didn't read that. Um, and, and then you also have productivity issue here. Um, well, I better put the same message in five different types of communication because I know Andrew wants it this way and I know so-and-so wants it this way just because we want to make sure everyone gets it. Right. So now people are, literally, I had this conversation, had this conversation, people are literally putting sometimes the same message in three or four different types of communication things, um, right. tools that they're using. And that's a huge time waster. Uh, well, and even when you put it in those things, each of them has their own distribution list. So you don't know 
who within each distribution list gets what information, and you might have two or three conversations going on with mm -hmm. a few here and a few there, and so the amount of wasted time from just one and putting it in one, different places is one. Well, in distribution lists, that's a whole other issue. <sighs> don't use it if you don't know who's in it. For the love of Pete, you don't need to bother other people um, that don't necessarily need to have the information, right. right? Just make sure that you're using the right list or you create your own for whatever it's relevant for. And I interrupted you, sorry. <laughs> right. But it's like, why, you know, cause that's a, that's a waste of time people get it. And they're like, well, what do I need to do with this? Do I need to follow up on this? Um, you know, it, it's, it creates some confusion in itself. So, I, you know, again, we've talked about time analysis studies in almost every episode of this. I'd be curious to know when a person does their time analysis study, how much time the, when they say, I'm checking emails. Are they, are they also documenting, I'm, I'm responding to Teams, a text message, a Slack message, a I'm on this video call and I'm like listening, but I'm not really participating. Whatever methods that we're using to communicate. Are, you, are we recognizing the amount of time that is being wasted? Now, recognize we still want to have methods for people to communicate. Yes, okay. we need that. So we organize though. So one of the, the, so the biggest issue with all the various different kinds of communication methodologies is the waste of time, okay? Second bad thing is who's seeing what, because we don't know which method to pay attention to and we may not have been in front of our computer at a certain time and so we didn't see the Teams chat, but maybe somebody sent it in an email and so now we're responding to an old message mm -hmm. that has been already taken care of but we didn't see it in Teams. Um, I think the other part is people don't necessarily know how to use all the tools. They know how to use it to communicate, like they know how to put the words into it, or they know how to pick it up and you know dial the number, or you know, are we leaving messages these days? Or are we not <laughs> leaving messages these days? I've got people who will do anything they can possibly do without picking up the telephone, and so you know, I know people who have blinking red lights on their desk because their their phone hasn't listened to them. We haven't listened <laughs> to the messages, you know, for months at a time, and so you know the. The, the idea of one, we're wasting time, two, we might ha have gotten the most recent messages, we aren't up to date or current, we may not need to be involved in this communication, right? We're getting information being pinged at us all the time. Oh yeah, do I respond, do I need this? And how do we turn it off when we leave? Well, and, and how do we know, I mean, that gets into how do we prioritize too, all that information, and you're right, it's, a lot of people don't turn off when they leave because it, it goes on that little portable phone with theirs. That mm -hmm. so now you know um, my phone has Teams, my phone has text, my phone has email. So as long as I got those dang bubbles showing, I can see <laughs> when stuff's happening, right? Right. And so we we never get to turn it off, which adds to another layer of stress. another layer of stress and maybe some anxiety. And you know, some company cultures are you need to respond or there's a fear of missing out if you don't, don't respond, respond or look or pay attention. So we, we need to talk about what are some of the techniques or methods that we can offer people and or organizations, especially leadership team, because so says the leader, so says the rest well, of the organization. Well, they set the example. Right? Yes. What are some tools and techniques that we can offer to help people reduce 
some of the dings, pings, and yeah. random notifications? Well, one of the things I'm often having conversations, and it's for various reasons, is it, you know, oftentimes I'll find it's because there's a change initiative um, or, you know, creating clarity and expectations, but I'll ask, what's the communication strategy? Because anytime, right, it, it's, it's what's that communication, and we have to do different means when we have a right. communication strategy, but it's creating clarity in what we use each tool for. Right. So if we have these tools, it's like, okay, you know, we use email for this, we use this for this, we use, you know, it, it's identifying what to use. It, it's, it's just creating some clarity in the expectations of the different um, communication tools that we have access to and why we use it and, and when to use it. I mean, even, we're, we're a small company. Right. And Courtney and I have identified that when her and I are communicating, if I have information that she's to work on, I send an email because she uses her email. Now, granted, you're not going to do that, personalize that for every person in a large sure. company. But um, you know, she uses email to organize herself, and it will get lost in Teams. Right. So I and I, I don't totally disagree with her on that because there's times that we have gotten into an exchange and we've sent each other something, and I'm like, damn, going through. <laughs> I'm literally filtering through the Teams messaging, right. trying to find it because I know it's somewhere, but it's somewhere in all these jokes and whatever else, right? Notifications. And it, yeah, and it gets lost in there. Right. Uh, uh, but creating that clarity of when we, you know, we're communicating things that are business related, what are we using? And you may have some agile teams or you may have some cross-functional teams that they have their own group in 360 SharePoint or, or SharePoint, right. yeah. Um, where when we're communicating regarding this X project, all the communication goes through there. Oh, that makes sense. Let's not put it into an email now. Let's, but it, it's, it's, it's creating clarity of, of what we use it and why we're using it, when to use it. Right. I think that you know, if, if you're a person who's sitting behind a computer all day long, then having what works for you is completely different than the person who is either out in the field right, or yes. um, in front of customers most of the day, or um, behind a cash register off and on. What, yeah, whatever, we all are in different places. Right. And so we use it differently, and if, as an organization, if we don't create that clarity, everyone's gonna use it to how they feel fit is best, and it's gonna be all different. Right, I have, a, I have um, another client that we were talking about the distribution list, that they had a couple hundred distributions list in a company of less than 200 people. <laughs> So um, what they did is they got rid of all the distribution lists and then they put in a communication strategy about who gets to create a distribution list for, you know, and it's not going to work for a company that's got 6,000 people. I get that, right? But in a company of 200 people and, you know, the same people tend to get certain bits of information, they actually went a month without using any distribution list at all. They said, we're not going to create any distribution list. You have to select who Ooh. is going to be put on an email and whether that person goes into the um, regular email or is it a carbon copy. And what does Correct. it mean in every company? If you get CC'd, do not respond. Yeah. Well, you have to get clarity on that. <laughs> you have to create the rule. Because some people will still respond. And CC is just for your information. I don't want your opinion. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Right. And so um, I was just working with a gentleman yesterday, and we were talking about, you know, how are we um, helping those that we lead take the responsibility and 
maybe even their peers recognize that they have the responsibility and the authority to do something. So the story goes that, you know, it started off that um, the senior executive was talking to um, the owner of the business and they had created clarity on his, we're agreeing on the process, right? Mm -hmm. We're agreeing what on, on whatever the project was. And so this um, senior executive was working with a group of people inside their organization and then someone on the team copied the owner later. I was like, why did that happen? And he's like, I have no idea. And he, I said, so what did you do? And he, he did it right where he, he called the person. He had to recognize who put them on the distribution or the, the email because it was they weren't on there to begin with, right? Owner was not on the email. Why Where did this did person add and what was causing it? And once he did that, he's like, he had to educate her as opposed to getting on the email responding to everybody, which would have created a whole bunch of confusion oh, and, and taken away the authority of the senior executive who was completely okay with what was going on, right? So just recognizing just because you get an email does not mean you respond to the email yes. as a group. Thank you, you. You take out, either you pick up the phone and take, make a phone call or you send an email separate to the individual say, hey, I'm not sure what's going on here. Tell me more about this. Now we get clarity. Now we don't have to confuse the rest of our audience. Again, I'm telling the story and it's probably you know, a lot more complicated than it, than it sounds, but the point is we as leaders are telling people based upon our actions how to communicate, right? So if, if we respond to carbon copies, then everybody else is going to respond to carbon copies because they're afraid of not being, like, not being assertive enough or not um, interjecting themselves when they could be doing stuff on the backside and coaching from the backside and working it just fine. Yes. So just recognizing, don't get involved, don't interject, which is just one portion of this big topic, right? Correct. Well, and, and also as you talk about leaders, you're also setting the example of the culture in, in regards to the expectations of how people, when people communicate. Right. So if, if we have off hours, if our business is, is closed for X hours, but yet as that leader, leaders in the organization, if we are constantly responding to emails and sending emails out, we can create the perception that it's expected. Right. Now we may say, oh no, you don't have to respond, but people respond and they get rewarded for responding, they get noticed for responding, so then there's this, this pressure during off hours, because you had mentioned, right. we, how do we turn it off, right? right? And that's something within a, an organization you have to identify what kind of impact do we, we want to have on our people, what kind of environment we want to create, and if we want to give them downtime where they are off work, they're off work, then we need to make sure we are doing that as well, like we're not right. sending them out. So one of the things I love about Outlook and I know that you can communicate via email through Teams and all that stuff, but from Outlook, that's what most people are using. They have this tool, when it goes outside your regular business hours, it asks you, do you want to send this now or do you want to delay it? Well, I've gotten into the habit because I know people will start checking emails at night. I'm like, it's not important that you check this tonight. So I won't have it delivered until six o'clock the next morning. So whenever they decide you want to get up, log in, that's fine, Funny, but it's yeah. not like, they get to spend the rest of their evening doing the things that they need to be doing, which is recuperating, spending yes. time with their family, um, doing the things that make them happy in, in that regard. So there are tools that we as leaders 
can use to help reduce one is communicate is email the tool that you're going to use and when are you going to use it um, is teams or other chat technique um, when are, we gonna when are you going to use that um, I know that for me in our world I'll send a text on the weekend if like I don't know how to fix something something's broken or something is like uh, something's weirded out but it's rare that I'm going to send a text related to work through a you know on the weekend because it's it, so it might a be message. a joke it but might be a joke might is a completely different yeah. thing but it, but it's more you know if it's work related but we've got most of our routines are set up like where do you communicate this and where do you communicate that there's a couple that we still um, might need a little extra attention give it a little extra attention but it's really about let's figure out if we can reduce the number of methods because we're making it too complicated Two, whatever methods we as a company are choosing to use what are the rules correct what Great are the parameters clarity. what what are the 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 systems that we're using and three really pay attention to whatever kind of distribution or groups you have set up because there are people that do not put me on this or take me off you know just like a newsletter list like please take me off this newsletter list or whatever it is or make sure I'm on it damn it or make sure I'm on it because, because I people need to be. unintentionally get left out too right and I think that's part of the problem with those lists you get a new person or now the dynamics have changed we need to include so-and-so but we get in the habit of selecting that list and that I assume that person's on there so you know it's almost like in this episode we're talking about having a meeting to have a meeting. But in this case, <laughs> what we're doing is we're, we want to communicate on how we're going to communicate so that there's a strategy that everybody knows and we teach that during our orientation yes. and onboarding. Yes. So thank you for listening to this episode of The Leadership Hustle. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode.